The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a good day to pray for priests. Well, any day is a good day to pray for priests, but today especially. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Friday, August 4th, 2023, Friday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. John Vianney, the Cure of Ars. He was born in 1786 and wanted to become a priest, but his meager formal schooling inadequately prepared him for seminary studies. After a lengthy battle with the books, John was ordained. His work as a confessor is his most remarkable accomplishment. In the winter months, he spent 11 to 12 hours daily reconciling people with God. In the summer months, this time was increased to 16 hours. John Vianney had no thoughts of retirement. As his fame spread, more hours were consumed in serving God's people Even the few hours he would allow himself for sleep were disturbed frequently by the devil. In 1929, Pope Pius XI named him the patron of parish priests worldwide. St. John Vianney died in 1859. St. John Vianney, pray for us and pray for priests. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray World Youth Day in Lisbon will help young people to live and witness the gospel in their own lives. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, today is the feast day of St. Jean-Marie Vianney, the Curé of Ars, the patron saint of parish priests. To start out our conversation with you, Jesus, I'd just like to remember some words of Jean-Marie Vianney when he was talking about prayer. He says, A man who doesn't pray is like a chicken or a turkey which can't rise into the air. He may fly a little, but they soon have to come down. They scratch at the earth and get deeper and deeper in it until they cover their heads with it and they don't seem to take pleasure in anything else. The man who prays, on the other hand, is like a fearless eagle and seems always to want to get closer to the sun. 
There you have a picture of the good Christian on the wings of prayer. Well, Jesus, we want to soar like eagles. We want to come close to you, come close to the sun. We don't want to scratch around in the dust like turkeys or chickens. We just kind of hop about, soar a few yards, and then flop down in the earth again, pecking away at pebbles. We want to soar, Lord. We want to spend these next few minutes with you, high up above with you. The gospel for today's Mass is uh, is a pretty tough scene for us, Jesus, because we see you rejected by your own relatives, by your own neighbors. You come to your hometown and you sit down to teach the people from there, from Nazareth, in their synagogue, the same place where where you would have prayed so many times with your mother Mary and your father Joseph, the same place where you would have learned the scriptures by heart, just by hearing them over and over and over, intoned so solemnly by, by the rabbis, such, such so that you yourself would eventually one day be able to recite those scriptures by memory on a moment's notice at the right occasion when you're talking with the crowds or when you're talking with the Pharisees or even when you're on the cross. But this time, you're a grown man. You're no, long, no longer Mary and Joseph's little boy, the little apprentice in the workshop. You are the prophet. You are the miracle worker. You are the great preacher. And here you are in their synagogue, and, and they are astonished. And they ask, where did this man get such wisdom and mighty deeds? That question could be an honest one, Jesus. Just looking at one of their own, one of the other common people of the village, and they think, oh man, where did this guy get all this? Except that they could have just said, where did he, or where did Jesus get such wisdom and mighty deeds? Instead, they use the words, this man. Where did this high and mighty guy get all of his wisdom and mighty deeds? Who does he think he is? Doesn't he remember he's just one of us? He's just the son of the carpenter, the son of Mary. Who does he think he is? And you respond to them, Jesus, a prophet, a prophet is not without honor except in his native place and in his own house. And Jesus, in the end, you did not work many mighty deeds there because of their lack of faith. Well, Jesus, it's too bad, huh? Your neighbors, your old neighbors, your old friends, your old relatives, were accustomed to seeing you as the ordinary boy of the neighborhood. They expected you to, and they wanted to see and to hear you use the same normal words as always, to have the same normal attitudes as always, to do the same humdrum everyday actions and as always, to fill your day with the same old occupations as always. 
But when you don't give them the Jesus they are waiting for, they're put off. They're upset. They don't want to see your miracles or to hear your wise teachings. They just want the Jesus that they want to see. Jesus, I think all of us praying right now, talking to you in these few minutes, we can associate with that attitude. Not because we don't want to see miracles or hear your wise teachings. No, I just, I think it's the exact opposite. Your relatives, your neighbors, your old friends, they didn't believe in you. They wanted to see the ordinary old Jesus, Carpenter of Nazareth. They didn't want to see anything else. But those of us who are talking to you right now, Jesus, we believe in you. We believe all the amazing miracles you've done. We believe that you have raised the daughter of Jairus and the widows, the, and the son of the widow of Nain and Lazarus, the brother of Martha and Mary. We believe you have raised them from the dead. We believe you have walked on water. We believe you multiplied the loaves and the fishes. We have savored the Beatitudes, the Sermon on the Mount, your parables. We love to hear your wise teachings. We love to see your mighty deeds. But sometimes, Jesus, we wonder why you don't manifest yourself always like that to us in our day-to-day. We are used to seeing you, imagining you in, in dramatic, sacred, or solemn circumstances. We expect to see you that way. We want to see you do miracles. We want to hear you tell us deep things, reveal new ideas to us. But then we're upset or put off by the humdrum, normal, everyday, daily interactions with you. That we just put ourselves in front of the tabernacle and silence. That we want to offer our work to you and we fall asleep. That we want to have a good conversation with a friend and talk about you and the conversation just never happens. We want to pray the rosary and think about you and we get distracted with our cell phone. And we think, come on, Lord, well, make yourself more obvious. Make your words resound in my memory. Be a little bit more of the miracle worker, the the great preacher that you were. Jesus, we're just like your old neighbors and relatives and friends at that point. Because we're not letting you be the Jesus that you are. We want you to be the Jesus that we have carved you out to be. Jesus, be for us the Jesus that you are. We want to accept you as you are, as you want to present yourself to us, just like your mother accepted you. 
Mary's cousin Elizabeth blessed Mary for having believed. And Mary praised God for doing great things in her. Jesus, we ask for that same faith so that you may work mighty, although silent and discreet deeds in our own daily lives. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin this day of prayer in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Memorial of the Cure d'Ars, St. John Vianney. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, Come let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. 
Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. O Lord, plead my cause against my foes. Fight those who fight me. Take up your buckler and shield. Arise to help me. O Lord, say to my soul, I am your salvation. But my soul shall be joyful in the Lord and rejoice in his salvation. My whole being will say, Lord, who is like you? To rescue the weak from the strong and the poor from the oppressor. Lying witnesses arise and accuse me unjustly. They repay me evil for good. My soul is forlorn. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. When they were sick, I went into mourning, afflicted with fasting. My prayer was ever on my lips, as for a brother, a friend. I went as though mourning a mother bowed down with grief. Now that I am in trouble, they gather. They gather and mock me. They take me by surprise and strike me and tear me to pieces. They provoke me with mockery on mockery and gnash their teeth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. All-powerful Lord, 
Stand by me and defend me. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. O Lord, how long will you look on? Come to my rescue. Save my life from these raging beasts, my soul from these lions. I will thank you in the great assembly. Amid the throng I will praise you. Do not let my lying foes rejoice over me. Do not let those who hate me unjustly wink eyes at each other. O Lord, you have seen. Do not be silent. Do not stand afar off. Awake, stir to my defense, to my cause, O God. Let there be joy for those who love my cause. Let them say without end, Great is the Lord who delights in the peace of his servant. Then my tongue shall speak of your justice all day long of your praise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you rescue the poor from their oppressors and you rose to the aid of your beloved Son against those who unjustly sought his life. Look on your church as we journey to you, that the poor and weak may recognize the help you provide and proclaim your saving act. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. If I must boast, I will make a point of my weaknesses. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus knows, blessed be he forever, that I do not lie. In Damascus, the ethnarch king Atreus was keeping a close watch on the city in order to arrest me, but I was lowered in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped his hand. I must go on boasting, however useless it may be, and speak of visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who, fourteen years ago, whether he was in or outside his body, I cannot say, only God can say, a man who was snatched up to the third heaven. I know that this man, whether in or outside his body, I do not know, God knows, was snatched up to paradise to hear words which cannot be uttered words which no man may speak. About this man I will boast, but I will do no boasting about myself unless it be about my weaknesses. And and even if I were to boast, it would not be folly in me because I would only be telling the truth. But I refrain, lest anyone think more of me than what he sees in me or hears from my lips. As to the extraordinary revelations, in order that I might not become conceited, I was given a thorn in the flesh, an angel of Satan to beat me and keep me from getting proud. Three times I begged the Lord that this might leave me. He said to me, My grace is enough for you, for in weakness power reaches perfection. 
And so I willingly boast of my weaknesses instead, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I am content with weakness, with mistreatment, with distress, with persecutions and difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am powerless, it is then that I am strong. What a fool I have become. You have driven me to it. You are the ones who should have been commending me. Even though I am nothing, I am in no way inferior to the super-apostles. Indeed, I have performed among you with great patience the signs that show the apostle, signs and wonders and deeds of power. In what way are you inferior to the other churches except in this, that I was no burden to you? Forgive me this injustice. The Word of the Lord Willingly I boast of my weaknesses, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For For my my power power is made made perfect perfect in weakness. weakness. We possess this treasure in earthen vessels, to show that this surpassing power comes from God. For For my my power power is is made made perfect perfect in weakness. A reading from the Catechetical Instructions of St. John Mary Vianney, Priest. My little children reflect on these words. The Christian's treasure is not on earth but in heaven. Our thoughts, then, ought to be directed to where our treasure is. This is the glorious duty of man, to pray and to love. If you pray in love, that is where a man's happiness lies. Prayer is nothing else but union with God. When one has a heart that is pure and united with God, he is given a kind of serenity and sweetness that makes him ecstatic, a light that surrounds him with marvelous brightness. In this intimate union, God and the soul are fused together like two bits of wax that no one can ever pull apart. This union of God with a tiny creature is a lovely thing. It is a happiness beyond understanding. We had become unworthy to pray, but God in His goodness allowed us to speak with Him. Our prayer is incense that gives Him the greatest pleasure. My little children, your hearts are small, but prayer stretches them and makes them capable of loving God. Through prayer, we receive a foretaste of heaven, and something of paradise comes down upon us. Prayer never leaves us without sweetness. It is honey that flows into the soul and makes all things sweet. When we pray properly, sorrows disappear like snow before the sun. Prayer also makes time pass very quickly, and with such great delight that one does not notice its length. Listen. Once when I was a purveyor in Bresse, and most of my companions were ill, I had to make a long journey. I prayed to the good God, and believe me, the time did not seem long. Some men immerse themselves as deeply in prayer as fish in water, because they give themselves totally to God. There is no division in their hearts. Oh, how I love these noble souls! St. Francis of Assisi and St. Colette used to see our Lord and talk with Him just as we talk to one another. How unlike them we are! How often we come to the church with no idea of what to do or what to ask for! And yet, 
Whenever we go to any human being, we know well enough why we go. And still worse, there are some who seem to speak to the good God like this. I will only say a couple of things to you, and then I will be rid of you. I often think that when we come to adore the Lord, we would receive everything we ask for if we would ask with living faith and with a pure heart. Our troubles pass quickly, and their burdens seem light, when we compare them to the weight of eternal glory, which Which far far exceeds the the burden burden of of our suffering. suffering. No eye has seen nor ear heard, nor has the heart of man conceived the marvels God has prepared for those who love him, which Which far far exceeds the burden burden of our suffering. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, who made the priest St. John Vianney wonderful in his pastoral zeal, grant, we pray, that through his intercession and example we may in charity win brothers and sisters for Christ and attain with them eternal glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord finds that the hometown crowd is usually the toughest. That's coming up in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the memorial of the Curie of Ars, St. John Vianney, the patron of parish priests. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we see a classic example of what the Lord said elsewhere, that a prophet is not without honor, except in his homeland. It's from the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. And coming to his own country, he taught them in their synagogue, so that they were astonished. Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? And are not his brethren James and Joseph and Simon and Judas and are not all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all this? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and in his own house. And he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. As we celebrate the patron of all parish priests, St. John Vianney, let's keep in mind that we should never minimize the importance of a priest. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. God has placed the priest close to the lives of men, that he be a dispenser of divine mercy. Hardly is a man born when the priest regenerates him in baptism, confers a more noble, precious, and supernatural life on him, and makes him a son of God and of the Church of Jesus Christ. A priest strengthens and prepares souls to undergo spiritual combat by means of confirmation. 
When a child is just able to discern and appreciate the bread of angels, a gift from heaven, the priest feeds and fortifies him with this living and life-giving food. If a person has suffered the misfortune of falling from grace, the priest raises and reconciles him in the name of God through the sacrament of penance. God may call him to found a family, to collaborate in the transmission of human life and thereby increase the number of faithful on earth and ultimately the ranks of the elect in heaven. The priest is present to bless his noble love and marriage. When the Christian is finally at the portals of eternity, he feels the need of fortitude and divine aid before appearing before the divine judge. The priest anoints the failing members of the sick or dying Christian with the holy oils and thus comforts him. The priest therefore accompanies the Christian throughout the pilgrimage of this life to the gates of heaven. He accompanies the body to its resting place in the grave with rites and prayers of immortal hope. And even beyond the threshold of eternity, he aids the soul with Christian suffrages, if need there be a further purification and alleviation. Thus, from the cradle to the grave, the priest is always a guide, a solace, a minister of salvation, and a dispenser of grace and blessing at the side of the faithful. It is a matter of justice for the faithful to pray each day for priests, especially for those who have the charge of providing for our own spiritual needs, particularly today when we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Curé d'Ars. From priests we receive the bread of angels and pardon of our sins. In the words of St. Jose Maria Escriva, they teach us how to have recourse to Christ, to meet him in the loving tribunal of penance, and in the unbloody renewal of the sacrifice of Calvary, the Mass. We unite ourselves to their prayers and intentions which habitually encompass the most pressing needs of the Church and souls. We also venerate them with affection since no one is truly our neighbor as the person who has healed our wounds. May we love the priests, seeing our Lord in each one. Let us love the priest as we love our neighbor. We ask this grace of reverence through the intercession of the Curie d'Ars. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Well, let's turn to prayer once again as we join with the whole church and all the angels and saints. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Joy attain.
that you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, but a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit, and heal our troubled conscience, so that in the joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Truly with you God is hidden, the God of Israel, the Savior. Those are put to shame and disgrace who vent their anger against him. Those go in disgrace who carve images. Israel, you are saved by the Lord, saved forever. 
you shall never be put to shame or disgrace in future ages. For thus says the Lord, the Creator of the heavens, who is God, the designer and maker of the earth, who established it, not creating it to be a waste, but designing it to be lived in. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken from hiding, nor from some dark place of the earth. And I have not said to the descendants of Jacob, Look for me in an empty waste. I, the Lord, promise justice. I foretell what is right. Come and assemble, gather together, you fugitives among the Gentiles. They are without knowledge who bear wooden idols and pray to gods that cannot save. Come here and declare in council together, who announced this from the beginning and foretold it from of old. Was it not I, the Lord, besides whom there is no other God? There is no just and saving God but me. Turn to me and be safe, all you ends of the earth, for I am God, there is no other. By myself I swear, uttering my just decree and my unalterable word. To me every knee shall bend, by me every tongue shall swear, saying, Only in the Lord are just deeds and power. Before him in shame shall come all who vent their anger against him. In the Lord shall be the vindication and the glory of all the descendants of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing for joy. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Go within His gates giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal is merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. With joy and gladness we cry out to you, Lord, and ask you, open our hearts to sing your praises and announce your goodness and truth. Let, Let us, us go, go into God's, God's presence, presence singing, singing for joy. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. On your walls, Jerusalem, 
I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to to shine shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Let us again offer our praise to God and pray in the words of Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as As we we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty and merciful God, who made the priest St. John Vianney wonderful in his pastoral zeal, grant, we pray, that through his intercession and example, we may in charity win brothers and sisters for Christ and attain with them eternal glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I mentioned earlier, any day is a good day to pray for priests, but especially today on the Memorial of the Curie of Ours. Morning Air is up next with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on, and after that, Patrick Conley with The Inner Life. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.